you're working against and working with a different physiological system at that time and comparing it to someone you were a week or two ago that's not the same as you are right now. Welcome to your Badass Journey podcast. This is Kareen Walsh, your business and life growth strategist, serial entrepreneur, transformational speaker, and author. Each week, I share my practices, tools, methods, and conversations with badasses I know will help you align what you love with what you do. I believe living a badass life means consistently willing to learn something new, put it into action, and periodically assess what you need to shine a light on to celebrate or let go in order to be the best version of yourself from this point forward. Life is too short for mediocre compromises. Let's help you make it a badass one. Welcome to your Badass Journey podcast. Today I have Dr. Beth Westy on the episode. This interview is so much fun. I just have to give you a heads up that she does get a bit excited as we jump into the conversation. So you might want to lower your volume as you're listening. (laughs) But Dr. Beth Westy is an amazing just women on a mission, really, to change the way women view their health. You know, she's traveled the country to educate and empower women to take their health into their own hands using nutrition and understanding your natural cycle to achieve lasting weight loss, but most of all, to start thriving in your body again. We don't realize that we have several cycles of body phases in our life as women. And when you can actually get to the root of what high functioning looks like at each phase, you really do get to perform at a higher level in all that you do. So I had to have her on the show because I want to, to, to drop this concept in your minds, especially to my female listeners and also to any of the men listening who have daughters and or wives um, or girlfriends, part, female partners, you know, to understand this could benefit you as well. Because it is so key to know that you have the right support structure around you when you're trying to find optimal health. So she is the founder and creator of the 12-Week Female Fat Solution Challenge and the author of the best-selling book, The Female Fat Solution. And I'm just really excited to share Dr. Beth Westy with you. I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I have. Welcome to today's episode. I have Dr. Beth Westy with me today. Welcome, Beth. Hi. Hi. It is so great to be able to chat with you today because what I love the most about your mission and what I know listeners will benefit from is the fact that you've incorporated so much around health and wellness in order to kind of optimize how women show up in the world. Um, And so before I kind of have my questions for us to, to dialogue on, I would love for you to share your journey to date and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you kind of a, the cliff notes of, <laughs> of how I got to do what I do. 
um, which is a very common question I get because what I do is very unique and how I work with women is very different. So I grew up in, uh, in Minnesota. I grew up on a goat farm in Minnesota. So <laughs> nice little farming background. <laughs> I was also an athlete growing up. So three sport athlete in high school, got a scholarship to play volleyball in college. And from there, went to graduate school, um, had two of my three kids in chiropractic school. Um, so I'm a chiropractor by training. And then also got um, certified in acupuncture, Eastern medicine, uh, specializing in fertility and hormones and cycle issues for women. I also then had, you know, started, a, got life, graduated, got licensed, bought a clinic, got pregnant again, <laughs> had my third. <laughs> you think I'd be able to figure this out, right? Like <laughs> right in a row, three right in a row. And I, you know, I love my kids and everything, but it was a very stressful time, you know, being a new, um, a new grad, a new business owner, trying to get a business off the ground and having, you know, actually I had a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and then my youngest was actually a preemie. Um, she was born two months early. So a lot of uh, stress, a lot of things to work through on a regular basis. And I had you know, a wonderful nanny who helped and my husband's very helpful as well. But it's still one of those things, you know, he can't be up in the middle of the night nursing the baby, you know, like I was. So as for, for as much as I you know, take care of myself, the amount of stress that I was under was just too much for my body and system. And I actually developed really horrific ovarian cysts. And I suffered with them for about 18 months. It was, it was, just, it was bad. I, they would burst when I was at work. So I'd be trying to adjust patients and I'd have to rush into my back room. And I would crouch down and hide behind one of the tables so that no one could find me to give me five or 10 minutes to just let the pain subside to a point where I didn't, you know, where I could breathe and like stand up because they would just, they would put me to the floor. And nothing to me was more frustrating than that point in my life because every month I would have a cyst. Every month I would have a cyst that would burst and I couldn't figure out what was going on. I couldn't figure out what was happening. And, and I mean, I'm a, I'm a healthcare practitioner, right? Like this is what I do. All my friends are in the natural health field. So I was eating super clean, doing all these, you know, detoxes and I was doing, um, taking a basket full of supplements, like 35 different supplements every day to try and you know, keep from getting assist all the time, but nothing was working. And, you know, and, and still, I was still under stress. I still had all these other things. And finally, it was my husband actually drove me <laughs> to the doctor because he was like, there's something wrong with you. And I was like, it's fine. It's fine. It'll be fine. And clearly wasn't fine. And, you know, when I got there, the, the OB was just like, well, here's your birth control. Here's your Vicodin. See you later. And I was like, well, like, I get that those are the tools that you're going to try and give me, but I, I don't, I don't want birth control. I don't like the side effects. And I, I don't want to spend my life on Vicodin. Like that's, I want to know why this is happening and then why the things that I'm doing aren't helping with my hormones. And so he was just not helpful to me other than basically telling me that I just had a buildup of hormone in my body. And I was like, well, I'm going to work with that. I'm going to try and really flush excess hormone out and regulate my hormones. And that's when I dove into more of the Eastern medicine background that I have. You know, not only working with um, the acupuncture, acupressure side of it, but also incorporating things every day. Because I was like, I want to work on this every day, not just once a week when I go in and get acupuncture. What can I do every day? I was like, well, I eat every day. Why not shift how I'm eating and match it and align it with my hormones to, and then help my liver flush some of that excess hormone out so that my body is working and functioning better. And that's, that's really what I focused on. That's really what I did, which 
led me into developing the you know nutrition program that I have. Um, I started working with patients, and you know it just it took up it took off from there, and I shifted what I was doing completely and jumped into this full time because I had so many women wanting to to do this, and so I just felt you know really you know people say like oh I felt this calling or something like that I sort of was like oh okay like I didn't understand what that meant until I started doing this I was like I, I have to I have to serve women on a higher level and get them this information because it is life changing so it, it's so amazing and I love that 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 is your calling in action you know because that's true alignment I think in in doing what you love and taking all that you learned you know it's almost like if you didn't go through uh, the chiropractic education, care, and then realize also, look, I'm still in pain and I'm still not well. And there's other things going on in my system that I need to explore. Mm-hmm. So many times I think people you know, hit that health obstacle and feel like it's going to heal itself or I'll just deal with the pain, especially as women. I mean, we, I believe, have a higher threshold of pain because mm-hmm. of our cycles every month. And because there is this like discomfort that we have to live in with in our bodies that then makes us almost put up excuses yeah. for trying to find something better uh, or or doesn't need to feel that way or what does like thriving in our body feel like you know so it's super cool that you've taken everything that you've personally gone through and the education that you've put yourself through and now come up with this um, 12 week female fat solution challenge that also helps folks. That's one one avenue of service that I know you offer. But then you also work with individuals in need as well. Is that correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really helping women who are struggling, can't figure out and can, just can't navigate through all of the different things they have going on. Like, like a lot of gals, they'll go in, they'll say, oh my gosh, I've got the thyroid issue, but it's not just thyroid. They're exhausted. They're fatigued. They've got brain fog. Their digestive system is messed up and their hormones are messed up too. Yeah. But they go in and they just get put on a thyroid without addressing everything else. And I am a full believer in whole body health, setting yeah. a new foundation of health for yourself to really get your body functioning better so that you feel better. Yeah, and it's so key, especially, you know, um, again, with that high threshold of pain and mm. stress creates a lot of pain in our body. I mean, just a personal story for me, like going through, I've always had digestive issues. Yeah. And it wasn't until I became a certified holistic health coach, which I'm not sure you even knew that. But um, in 2010, I, I had to pursue it because I wanted to master it for myself too. Like I was tired of feeling a certain way in my body and doing all the things, right? Like eating clean and working out and drinking the water and like all those, those, the marketing branded methods of health management. Yeah. Where I still felt like crap every single day, but I still also had to be a high performer in my job. I had to go and lead individuals to success. I had to lead a business into success. So my stress levels were like, out the gate, and I was feeling like crap every single day, you know? Yeah. Um, it wasn't until I actually took a pause and started to think about my body 
holistically yeah. and also figure out that, oh, wait, the digestive system is, is intertwined with my endocrine system, which is in, intertwined with my neurological system. So no wonder every time I had a surge in my body from a digestive issue, my moods would swing like crazy. Mm. And then again, because of my high threshold of pain, I would just pick myself up and go still serve others. Like it was just a vicious cycle of madness. So I'm curious, like if, if that person showed up for you, right? My, the former version of me showed up for you. What are the key things that you look at to help identify or kind of break down into methods for, for women, high octane women who are suffering in some form in their bodies, right? Like what, what is it that, you know, you first start with, I guess. So just, just so our listeners understand the approach. Yeah. I love how you say that high octane women. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. There's, oh, there's so many things that we attribute to other causes or, you know, we're almost too smart to a fault for, <laughs> for what's going on. Right. They always say, you know, doctors are the worst patients. And for women, I feel like we put ourselves last. We always put ourselves in the back burner, you know, just because it's something, unless our arm falls off, you can keep pushing it off and take care of everybody else all day long. Right. So those are the those are the big key things and oftentimes for women too we don't realize and we're not we're not educated on how our bodies work and function on a on a weekly to monthly basis and how important that is for our overall physiology and, and how we feel day to day. So for example this is just an example of how women can really kind of gauge a little bit better where they're at or how they're doing is that um, you know throughout the month your body shifts and changes in hormones. So if you look at it week to week, it actually will look like you have four different bodies throughout the month. And when women do things like weigh themselves on the scale, they're comparing their body to the one that they had the week before or two weeks before and thinking, dang it, I gained a pound. Well, at some points throughout the month, you're going to have more blood volume in your system, more fluid. You should weigh more than you did the week before. If you don't weigh more, I'm worried. You know? so, so we're, but we're thinking, ah, dang it, it's because of that you know, that cookie that I had last week, or I had two tablespoons of dressing on my salad. And that was, it's like, oh, not the dressing, you know, your metabolism should be working for you. Um, Or they're looking at things like, okay, I went for a run. I went for a five mile run. And I, this one week I felt great. I made good time. My energy felt good. I recovered well. Awesome. I'm getting good at running. Here we go. A week later, you go for the same run, same route. You eat the same thing before. You slept the same the night before and you feel like garbage. Your legs feel heavy. You, you don't make near the same time as you did before and you have a hard time recovering and you're thinking, dang it, what did I do? Oh my God, maybe, maybe it was my sleep. Maybe I didn't get into my REM sleep. Maybe I didn't hydrate enough, right? We're analyzing all these little things without realizing we're not even looking at where's your body at at that point. You're working against and working with a different physiological system at that time and comparing it to someone you were a week or two ago that's not the same as you are right now. So for a lot of women, when we when I, you know, and analyzing and asking a lot of questions, um, especially for women that have, you know, been through a lot of things in their lives, you know, health issues, digestive issues, stress, all those things, you know, they they can kind of sort of piece together a timeline of well, this happened at this point, and then you know my mom got sick and put in the hospital, and I was taking care of her then, and then my, I lost my job, and then we had to move, and da 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 da. 
And so they'll piece the part like over a year of, you know, a span of time, maybe a year to three years and say, well, this happened, this happened, this happened. And they're looking at it again as individualistic things, just like you look at, oh, I just didn't hydrate well enough for my run. But without looking at, okay, this is a big timeline. It's really important that I look at all this information together, how that impacts me and how my body's functioning and my overall health and where I'm going. So when I talk to women, the the high octane women, they have a good idea about what's going on. It's just a matter of getting a different perspective on it and tying all these pieces together and saying, you know what? If you've been getting sick a lot of the time and your digestive system kind of sucks, well, that's telling me that your immune system is shot too because your immune system lives in your digestive tract. So you need to work on both of those things, right? It's not just a matter of, oh, you know, get more sleep, eat cleaner food, right? It's it's really a different process to get your body back to the health that it should be in. Um, yeah. yeah I, a lot of times I, I describe to women that when they're trying to get a result, and I do talk about weight loss and stuff for women because that's a big struggle, um, but we're taught how to lose weight for the male body, not for the female body. So that's why I make that big distinction there. But for women, a lot of the time they're thinking, oh, I'm, everybody's doing this thing. Everybody starts this thing and, and there they go and off they go and they get results. And I'm like, well, they're on the starting line, right? Like imagine a track, right? At a high school track field, you know, they're on the track, they're at the starting line and they start and they just start making progress. You are in the car in the wrong parking lot across the street. Mm-hmm. You're not even in the same area. So you gotta you gotta navigate and find your way to that starting line. And that's that's a lot of the stuff that I will go through with women and navigating and sort of digging yourself out of that hole that you got put in just because of, you know, the stuff that you've had to go through in life yeah. and the effects that it's had on your system. Yeah, and, and the bio individuality, right? Like yes. we all have different ancestry, we have, you know, different blood mm-hmm. types. Like there's so much incorporated into how we respond to stress and mm-hmm. also what high functioning a body integration looks like, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for me, just even last year, like, so I had a, which is so bizarre, you know, like I said, like I, I've done the education, obviously, but then also the application sometimes is a struggle. I'm human, like it, it takes um, support, accountability, structure for me to show up in taking care of self first. Like I'm a a person of service always. Mm -hmm. So but last year I finally get like my weekend away with girls. It's summertime and um it's July. I head to California. I had this epic day like sitting by the pool, hanging out with my friends. It was Sunday. Come Monday, all of a sudden I'm I'm bent over like in excruciating pain because my gallbladder decides to completely flare up and I end up having emergency surgery in California Ooh. to like, re- like it just knocked me down. And I'll tell you that like me in a hospital setting, it's all about surrender. I know I have zero control in that situation. Like I just have to trust oh. that I'm being taken care of and the advocates I have in the room. So to me, it's actually a really nice mental vacation. <laughs> and I know that sounds awkward because it's so rare for me. Like this is literally the only real true emergency surgery I've I've had. Very fortunate in that regard. But it really just jolted me a little bit to be like, how did my body get here? 
you know, like, and made me start to question now through the healing. And I'm very excited about your 12 week challenge coming up because I know I'm going to participate because I need it. You know, like I, I need that reset because also the point I wanted to bring up is that we go through cycles over a certain amount of years too, as we age, our body function is different. And so maybe what we have done in the past doesn't meet the need for now, even with all the different stressors, you know, so you went through your own evolution of being an athlete, you know, becoming a chiropractor, getting married, having three kids, like stress levels are totally different. Then you decide, okay, I'm going to leave my practice and go start my own business really in this calling. And that has its own stress level too. So tell me a little bit about your navigation on how you manage yourself, you know, through those, those stressful moments as well. Yeah. Okay. That's a really good question. Um, one thing I wanna I wanna touch on before I before I jump into that is uh, I totally agree with that whole thing is your body navigates throughout its lifetime. I have a, a chunk in a section of my book called the seven bodies of Eve, the different bodies you go through throughout your lifetime. Because what your body needs at twenty five is different than thirty five, is different than forty five, is different yes. than fifty five, right? So I love that. I love when women start to get those light bulb moments and they recognize, oh my god, just because I did this before and it worked doesn't mean it's going to work for me now, and it's not your fault. You have a different body. Mm-hmm. So you just need to work with the body that you have. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. I just got excited about that. I, I don't know if that. you saw no, that. It's, it's brilliant. I love it. <laughs> I don't, I'm a terrible person to interview or a podcast because I get so excited and I like move around and I like talk with my hands. And <laughs> Everyone's messing up volume. the audio. Just right, lower yeah. your volume, everybody. I'll, lower I'll, put your volume. The, I'll put that in the intro for sure. <laughs> like, Want to lower your volume before Beth starts yelling at you. <laughs> Out of sheer I love it. I love it. <laughs> kind of a nutball. <laughs> oh, and it's so funny because I'm a I'm a big person too. I mean, like yeah, I'm huge. Tall. Yeah, I'm yeah, really huge. tall. Well, you're tall. I'm very tall <laughs> and I'm strong. And so when I get excited, like I move around a lot, like the Things couch shake. will shake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is great because that really just resonates your personality. Oh, and I love that. that. And and people need that energy too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as you share right now, like the, the way you manage stress, I know that's going to gonna help others listening to benefit from some of the yeah. you put in place. Yeah. Okay. So when we dive into managing stress at a, at a level, you know, personally for each person, day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year, you know, I'll share a lot of my, you know, story behind some of this too. But it really comes down to just recognizing and taking some moments to reflect on what your body needs at that moment and what your body needs, you know, this week. And if it's different than the quote unquote plan that you had laid out, that's okay. You know, having peace with that is a big thing, which is something that I've had to learn to navigate, you know, from being an athlete, being really competitive, you know, never missing a workout, always pushing myself harder, you know, (laughs) to sort of letting my body have grace with where it's at, you know, and I'm, and I'm still an athlete today. So how I work and train and and focus on keeping my body in condition is very different than it used to be. Um, so, so a few of the things around, you know, I don't want to say just ways I manage stress, but how I really keep in peak condition, you know, besides maintaining my nutrition, you know, on a day-to-day basis, that's like number one priority. I gotta, gotta eat, gotta get the right snacks in. I gotta get enough fuel in. Um, especially right now, I'm in preseason for football, so I'm trying to maintain my weight. My 
what I've built for muscle mass. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, because so, I play women's full tackle football, that's super fun. Of course, um, you do. Yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Why not? Like tackling the day isn't enough. You have to go onto a oh, field and like really tackle. like tackle. Yeah. With your oh, yeah. full body. I love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's intense. Um, so, so nutrition is top and then sleep, rest and recovery. And okay. those are the, those are the next things for me. I actually have, I have an autoimmune issue. Uh, that I that I kind of work with on a regular basis. So for those people who, if you have autoimmune, you know, issues, you know, oh my gosh, sometimes you'll wake up and you'll feel like a pile of garbage for no apparent reason, yeah. right? Yeah, and it it can be really frustrating. But I have had autoimmune issues since I was in late high school and college, all the way through college. So it's been a long time. I was undiagnosed for a long time, mm. and then making different dietary changes, supplements, all those other things, of course improvement throughout the years. But the one thing most recently that I focused on was stress management and then sleep and rest and recovery that keeps me, you know, managing my stress, managing my performance a heck of a lot better. So that's kind of, I want to say that's where I keep it, keep everything focused. And there are, you know, stressors with, you know, just being a mom, being an entrepreneur, you know, all these other things that that shift and change. And there's a mindset piece to it too, that you really have to make a decision. Am I going to let this bother me? Am I going to let this throw me off or not? How much do I need to put into this? And then recognizing when some things do, you know, throw you off a little bit, you have to have tools and tactics to bring it back down. So example, last night, I, you know, I live in Minnesota, roads are really icy, crappy out. I had a talk last night that I did at a gym. Um, I do a lot of, you know, educating for women, you know, when they work out gyms, fitness centers, that type of thing. And I did this talk. It was great. On my drive home, I hit a patch of black ice, <clears throat> spun out and went into the ditch. Wow. And you know, it's one of those things that your body just reacts, right? Like you just have... So immediately, right? I called my husband. I called the tow truck. I was okay, right? I'm like checking. I'm like, I'm okay. Yep, I'm okay. The car is okay for when I can tell, right? It's just a lot of snow. It was fine. But you know, my your adrenaline goes, right? So like I realized as I was trying to dial on, you know, you know, use my phone, my hands were shaky. And I was like, oh, okay, here's the adrenaline. The adrenaline's going, my heart rate is elevated, all these other things. I'm going to make my necessary phone calls. And while I'm sitting and waiting, I need to do some deep breathing and relax to bring that adrenaline down and control my heart rate because that elevated heart rate is going to increase my stress response, right? These are like the nerdy things that I'm thinking of. <laughs> sure. Yeah, well, because you know it well, like you've incorporated yeah. it in your life. Yeah. 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 And and these things just happen. Like these are the things where I think women kind of feel bad. Oh, dang it. I tried so hard. And then this thing happened and it knocked me off. It's like, yeah, those things are going to happen in life. Mm-hmm. It's how prepared are you to come out of that? Right. So I went through that, you know, sort of deep breathing, calming, all that stuff, got everything turned around. There's also one of the things that I do that I know helps snap me out of something um, really quickly, which is sort of silly that I'll share. I I really like like funny cat videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I get it. You know, so I find I have to laugh. Yeah. That's, if I can find something where I laugh, if I can find something that, to make it funny, right? it will get me out of that stress state really, really quickly. Yeah. So I looked at a couple of funny videos, my breathing, everything was able to move on. And then I was able to calm down then and stay calm and make better decisions and not, you know, and then also not be up half the night because yeah. 
thinking I had that about ad- it, stressing yeah. about it. Yeah. And what the yeah. adrenaline hit. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So it's a, yeah. it's incorporating then the tools that you learn over time. So when triggers happen, it's how you actually manage those triggers for, for optimal results, you know, yeah. because they're going to happen like that. The other, you know, method of, of holistic health that I, that I love to just, you know, talk about or share is that, you know, it, it's all about incorporating and integrating. So it's like integrative health, you know, mm-hmm. when those moments occur, what's the best for you in those moments? Yeah. Um, and knowing that, like you said, there's different body phases we go through and um, different needs at different times. It is something when you become more self-aware and you're more conscious in your body, uh, you can then have the cycle of stress shortened. Yes. That was, is the best way for me to... Because the stress in the body obviously causes... I mean, that was my number one culprit back years back where um didn't... Actually, yeah, I did end up in the ER that time too. I forget like, you know, some of my cycles of what stress actually did to my body. And that was in my 20s where I truly had zero control or knowledge or anything about self-care. It was all about the doing and the succeeding and the the goal getting, right? Without who am I in it? It was checking things yeah. off a list from accomplishment, not necessarily saying, and I felt my best when I did it, you know? Yeah. I love that you're sharing the tips and also how you navigate through it. You know, for me, I had to adopt methods of meditation and Mm -hmm. forgiveness. Like honestly, that has been like the game changer for me in not only forgiving like others, right? And it's just the 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 open of others. Like it's not a particular person, but I literally do a daily practice that's like I'm forgiving everybody. And I just say that to to let go of anything I'm holding on to that that person probably didn't even have the intention of doing, but it gave it, it like I'm holding on to something. Like just having that flow helped me yeah. release a lot. And then also to say, if I've done something wrong, please forgive me. Because <laughs> if there's anything energy wise coming at me that's going to cause me stress, or if I've done something that um, I just needed, I'm learning curve, right? I made mistakes. I make mistakes all the time. It, it, that lesson in my daily practice actually started to relax my vibration in my body to just be present and receive and have the exchange in the moment and all that I do to be present in in it. So that's the other, that's the other, you know, tactic for folks listening. It's like, you know, you're going to learn many tools along the way. Beth is an amazing guide when it comes to that integration. And I think you're you know, finding the ones that work for now, but always being open to saying, oh, something shift that's not working for me anymore. How can I go and discover what would work for me right now? We are consistently learning, we're consistently evolving. And so it's really cool to know that there are there's so much research and work you've done to help people navigate, especially women, yeah. into that next body phase uh, so that they can find that alignment and thrive in their bodies again. So tell me a little bit about now, you, what you're so passionate about, what you're working on, like what you know, would you love people to contact you for you know, so that we can really assist you in not only connecting with the right people, but also affect those people's lives for working with you? Yeah. 
So I am, I'm just really passionate about educating women on how their bodies function so that they know the tools they need to feel better and to stay that way. And you nailed it on the head that, you know, just because what you did before isn't working now, your body shifts and evolves. You're always going to need new tools. So I love providing women with all of these tools, ideas, different methods that they can work with where they're at, wherever they're at. Um, and again, presenting it in a way that it's, you know, like it's, it's not your fault, right? You didn't, you didn't end up here because you didn't try, right? You know, <laughs> it's releasing the shame, you know, yes. so women in general, we carry around a lot of shame when it comes to feeling like our bodies are not like I went through this for a long time. And a lot of people don't know this about me, but I literally did not have a full length mirror in my house for many years. I did not want to see anything from my shoulders down. That's how much body shame I carried with the way I looked on the outside because it never truly reflected my effort. It didn't reflect how I felt on the inside. And so when I looked at myself, I was was always feeling less than, right? And so there's so much shame in that that obviously I've done a lot of work to, to release and I'm very much satisfied with what... Um, body I have, and I know I'm going to learn more to continue to improve it. But knowing that you create a space, you know, to release all that is key. I think people yeah. need to know that they're not alone in carrying that around, that shame and and doubt in self, and just know that you're going to educate and and show them, yeah, you know, different ways to connect with themselves again. That's yes. awesome. Yes, I I appreciate you sharing that because I I really think that like every woman goes through a phase in their life. And sometimes it's a long phase and sometimes it's a short phase of not being comfortable with the body that they're in. And and no matter what you actually look like. I mean, I remember being as young as 15 and playing volleyball and before practice, not letting myself eat a whole sandwich because it was too many calories. Mm. I would only eat half of my peanut butter jelly sandwich before practice. And then I'd have practice and everything. And I remember in college, my mom pulled out old tapes you know, of me playing and she pulled out the tape from when I was, you know, 15 or my club team. And I remember watching this tape and I was like, who's that skinny girl out there? I don't remember her. And I was like looking and I was analyzing the tape and I was, I kept rewinding, kept rewinding. And I was like thinking, who the hell was that? And then I kept watching for a little bit. And finally, like the girl turned differently and I saw her number and I was like, holy shit, that's me. I literally didn't recognize myself five years later, because I was so thin. And that is not the picture I had of myself at that time. In your head. In my own head. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So like the, like whether you call it body dysmorphia or whatever, I, I, like, I think every gal goes through this at some point and there's still, you know, it's, it's hard. It's a hard thing to, to deal with and handle and, and kind of process through in a healthy way, because I don't, I don't think we're set up for that type of success yeah, in our society, but yeah. Well, I also don't think it. Well, I think it. it it's it's dismissive because yeah. we all feel it. Like so, we dismiss it with ease. Yes, you know, yeah. and so it's like, yeah, oh, of, course, of course you don't feel good in your body, but yeah, you know, like who doesn't, right? right. Like, and then we dismiss it versus trying to align a new story. And mm-hmm. and I also don't realize that like the the shame like for me that I carried in my own body dysmorphia because I do look back at pictures and I was like damn I was fucking hot you know <laughs> like but I but in my yeah! head, in my head not you know and I I basically 
am like, okay, well, what stress was that actually causing me? Yeah. That then created other reactions in my body where my body started to reject what I was actually doing to it because my mind was telling it a different story. And so yeah. that alignment is so key, you know, and, and I think it's, uh, it's really great that you create a space um, for women to come together and just work that out. You know, we've evolved so much and there's so much information being pumped at us yeah. all the time. But truly what's needed is comfort, nurturing, support, and reality on dealing with it in the moment, those triggers mm-hmm. to realize what's true and, and what needs work. And if this is an area that needs work, and if this is an area that needs clarity, if this is an area that needs love, it's figuring out those tools to navigate through it. Yeah. And, that, and so that's really epic that, that your, your mission is that, right? Like it's, yeah. it's really to support women um, to, to thrive in their bodies and feel amazing about it. Yeah. Yeah. And to recognize just what you go through as a female. I mean, we are set up in a, you know, in a male dominated world in terms of how you eat, how you take care of yourself, sleep, all these other things. Like our hormones are not taken into account at all. Like this is, I mean, we all have that like one fifth grade class, right? That one day where they separate the boys and the girls and they're like, oh, we're going to spend maybe an hour telling you about how your body works. Not to get pregnant. Like yeah, that's the, yeah. <laughs> the lesson, yeah. right? It is your body. Don't get pregnant. Yeah. You're like you're ten or eleven. There you go, and that's all you get to go off of. Like they don't. There's no more education, right? Like like literally, unless your you know parent educates you or gives you other resources, there's nothing there. Like you get to learn. Maybe if you have an older sister or a friend's older sister, you might learn some things anecdotally. Or otherwise, women learn about their bodies from movies, from TV commercials, from magazines. And our, our bodies are meant to be, they're made to be the punchline of a joke. It's not actual information that is helpful, useful, yeah, yeah. you know? And it, sorry, I get fired. I'm going to start sweating, right? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's all good because I, I have that same fire. Just, because I, because oh. I lived it too. And yeah. I believed it. And it's what we thought was right. But now yeah. it's so I mean, it's so amazing that we have all these different channels to connect mm-hmm. with with people who want to make a difference, want to do it in a healthy way, want yeah. the the more of it. Like it's unacceptable yeah. almost now to just believe what you see. And so everything's being questioned. Yeah. And I also think that until you try it yourself, you just don't know. Okay. Yeah. Just don't know. So yeah. there's, there, yes, there's a lack of the education for self, you know, which is also why I went through my own certification to figure it out because I just wanted more knowledge and I wanted to try things out for, for that phase in life and just be better going mm-hmm. forward, right? But I love yeah. aligning, you know, and connecting with people like you who truly make it a mission to educate and give choices to yeah. folks to step into. Yeah, that's really what it's all about. And then, and then it comes out in practice. It comes out in trial and error. And having the grace to learn is really what's needed to evolve. You know, like if you want to stay where you are today and and continue the suffering and continue the pain and the the lack of joy, you know, and how you feel in your body, perfectly fine. That's a choice. 
you know, but if you want to then extend out of that and learn a method and step into it and just really truly evolve into that best version of you for the this time in your life, go get that education, you know, find that group and try it on, right? Like and see how it how it fits. I mean, that's what yeah. evolving is all about, which I love. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. And that's my favorite thing about working with women in the, you know, in the programs, the online programs that I have is that education, that piece. Like, you know, every time I do a talk for a group of women and I start talking about how your body works, functions, and then you can use your whole food nutrition to match with that and take advantage and leverage your hormones. Like I just see it in their faces, like light bulbs going off. Yeah. And that's like my favorite thing because it's, 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 it's at that moment life changing and they get a lot more control and hope in their house. Yes, yeah, amazing. All right. Yeah. So this has been an epic conversation. I'm sure people have been saying yes, 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 <laughs> while listening. So let's tell them how best to connect with you as they have questions or want to learn more about your programs. Where would you like me? Yeah. yeah. Um so I'm all over the interweb. Facebook, Instagram, Dr. Beth Westy. Uh, my website is drbethwesty.com. And then I actually have a YouTube channel. I do a lot of videos. I do a lot of content videos just for education, just to put that information out there for women to be able to navigate better. Which And so my YouTube channel is Dr. Beth Westy as well. So I welcome any and all questions on any platform because women, <laughs> women need the help. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love it. And and I know people are going to reach out and connect just from from all that you share. And, and you're so generous with, with everything you do put out there because we really do need to hear it. So the way I like to close out mm-hmm. my podcast is to ask you a question of how do you define what a badass is? Ooh, badass? I would define badass as, you know, somebody who not only gets knocked down, but gets up, but gets up with grace and moves forward with grace and tact. Love that. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me today, Beth. It's been an epic conversation and I love sharing you with our listeners. And I just, I really appreciate all the work you're doing in the world. So thank you. Thank you. Yes, this is super fun. Thank you for joining me today. Before you move on to the next episode, please post a review or share this episode with someone you think would appreciate it. Your feedback and support mean everything to me. For more information, check out yourbadassjourney.com or kareenwalsh.com. I truly believe everyone is capable of living a badass life. Thank you for listening.